Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. Mm, We are back, and wow. So much happens when we take <laughs> just a, just in our little week of in between pre-recording. Yeah. So much happens, and this this was a this has been a pretty yet a yet again another major shift in the world. So, how are you doing? Yep. How yeah. are you feeling? I'm I'm doing well. I'm yeah. actually uh, I'm good. I'm ha- handling everything well. And. I know you saw my Facebook post. I did. <laughs> so, I loved it. It's, you said uh, it so well. I'm like, gosh, I that's I need to I need to share that because everything you said is is how I feel. So you guys need to go to Will's Facebook, his personal Facebook page, <laughs> and see whatever he posted. Um, uh, I don't know what date it was, but it was really good talking. You know, really giving credit to everything that's going on and the the fatigue and right, the anger, right. but but being able to see the the positives of this and you know the 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 massive opportunities actually if we can if we can yeah get that's that's where we have to live i mean you know energy is energy and how you use it is really what what what's important Mm -hmm. so um right now we've there's been a lot of energy created Mm -hmm. and and it's just kicked off a firestorm of a lot of emotions and and you just have to direct that energy uh, you can do it in two ways. You can direct it positively or negatively, exactly. and that's exactly. uh, you know you gotta ch- make a choice. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. So no, I, I feel the exact same way. I actually I'm doing well. I um, I have asked for many years what is going to be the thing that finally kind of just pops this crazy, and um, I think this is the closest I've ever seen in my lifetime for us to have that opportunity that I think is, is meaningful. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. in the meantime, I keep reminding it is June, which means it is black music appreciation month. And I want, I That's don't want right. that to get too lost, especially given the whole attention and final, you know, finally people giving some credit, mm-hmm. you know, to our community. So this is this is a really amazing opportunity, you guys, if you really get still on this. And so as artists, um, I know a lot of artists have been using their voice during this time in, in a myriad of ways, which is really good. Do not go silent. Um, but I'm excited that we are still doing our podcast during this time because we're still able to talk about this and bring amazing guests so that people can still yep. see see what we're what we're all about and what we're doing. And not to say that we only bring black guests or so forth, but this month I think we are. <laughs> think if there's any time <laughs> if there's any time to celebrate Black Music Month, yeah. it is now. It is now. <laughs> it is this so, time. So we have a wonderful so, guest, but before we bring her on, what you got for us? We have our music tip. I'm gonna sing that one. I music know, I told tip. you I'm gonna get you singing on this show. <laughs> Uh, I'll only sing for my demos <laughs> and those I will never see the light of day <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so our music tip for today um, 
Uh, well, actually, a quick tip on last week, uh, my Udemy course is up and running, mm-hmm. so you can go check it out. Awesome. It's a basic course on music theory, so if you're a beginner and you're trying to understand music theory, uh, so the, the point of it actually is for my students, um, I wanna, want them to have a resource. So you all can benefit from that and check out that course. On, I'll actually post a link on the, uh, on the website and, and you all can check it out. Um, but the other music tip, um, I'll be participating in uh, Vocal Jazz um, Summer Camp. And uh, our previous guest, Lenora Helm Hammonds, she has been doing this for six years. She's been doing a a vocal jazz summer camp. She's moved it online uh, for this Mm. year. Awesome. And uh, it's the week of August 3rd through the 7th, and I'm teaching a session on music business. Really? uh, Check that out. Ah. Yeah, I'll I'll put a link to that. Yeah, yeah. the, The site as well. That's awesome. I th- she's doing a lot of really good stuff online, so that's exciting. Yeah, she that's, is. That's good. She's that's awesome. Really good. Okay. All right, some good that's tips it. again. Yeah, yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Banzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days. And be sure to use our promo code, MAKINGMONEYPOD, to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. Well, we're going to shift over. And uh, before we pushed record, I was I was telling our guest how, you know, much of a fan I am of hers. And, you know, there are, I, I'm a singer, so of course I get a, a bit biased when we bring... <laughs> When we bring vocalists on, I get a little excited, just get a little extra excited. And particularly um, as a woman in music, when we're able to bring our our female guests, I get even more excited. And this particular artist, I guess I've I've heard her stuff for a long time and wasn't connecting the dots. But in the past couple of years, because she's just been like killing it with some things that her voice is insane. It's, 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 it's on a whole nother level at the same time. It's, it's so accessible. Sometimes people do a lot with their voice and it's not accessible. You know what I mean? It becomes too much or what? No, an amazing voice. And I do want to, you know, I'm going to let her tell her background, but I want to just highlight um, some of the artists that she has worked with and 
that she has sung supporting background vocals with. But listen, she got her own career too, but I just want to give you some context. Um, Gerald Levert, Angie Stone. Where's my list? It was going on and on. Hold on a minute. I got to pull up my list again because it was, it was like so incredibly long. And I was like, this, this woman is amazing. And there's no, there's no wonder that I'm Layla. I mean, there's just so many amazing voices that she has sang with, but she has her own identity. And I want, I want particularly those singers who are doing background vocals. I hear a lot of singers struggle with this ability to show their own light and to show up. Mm. And so I hope in our conversation, we, we get to this space where she can share how she went there. But one of the areas you might really notice if you ever watch Sunday's Best, she was in the top 10. And um, that was, I, I think I read it was in 2013. It was some years ago, but obviously, I mean, she's done stuff with Take Six, just, just a lot of amazing, amazing work. So I'd like to welcome and let her tell her story, Miss Paula Champion, welcome. Hey, Paula. Hey guys, thank you, thank you. You're way too much pressure, but I appreciate you. Oh come on, it's no pressure. (laughs) No, no pressure at all. We try to have a relaxed time, but I would love for you to share with our audience. Some are going to be very familiar with you, others may not, and so we always ask our guests to just share what you're currently, you know, what what it is you do, and your background, how you got to the place where you are in your music. Um, I am grateful um, to be able to work in a field that, um, you know, I am, you know, gifted in, I guess. Um, I know a lot of people that have gifts and talents and they're not able to do that. So I don't take that kind of thing for granted. Um, I, you know, I started when I was younger, I want to say 18, 19, I was on the road, um, as you said, with the late, great Gerald and, uh, he gave me my first start. He shouldn't have. I was horrible. But he, um, uh, you always need somebody to, <laughs> to help you. What do you mean you, you were horrible? Why did, can I stop <laughs> oh, you just for a moment? I was a hot mess, girl. What? Yes. <laughs> when you say hot mess, you feel like as a singer or just as? Oh, absolutely. Really? I was young. Okay. I was 18, first of all. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I left college to do music because music it was just there. The opportunities just kept coming and kept coming. And so, mm-hmm. um, I just never kind of looked back, but you know, I was flat. I was horrible. Oh man. I was, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it was great though, because he gave me a chance. He saw the potential. I come from a faith-based background so that I had, you know, church, mm-hmm. if you will. Right. Um, and I had that, that, um, cadence, but that's a different cadence than when you go seeing soul music or mainstream music, you got to kind of figure it out. And yeah. I also had chorus and chorale and professional teaching. So trying to merge that and break those cadences down enough to sound soulful and sound mm. believable, though that's a whole <laughs> other mm. practice. But I was mm-hmm. a hot mess. Gerald was gracious. And um, we both went to the same high school. He was years ahead of me, but we're from the same area. He was a Cleveland um, icon. You know, he was the only light in terms of the potential of our music industry for us in in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Um, So, yeah. So him giving me that opportunity was a blessing and a gift. Um, And then I moved on and uh, it just so many. I I hate the name thing. That's kind of dumb. But um, (laughs) 
you know, it's so awkward, but I'm grateful for all the people that God has allowed me to Please work share. with. Please share. Because see, this is the thing. Tom. I know. That's you get, you get to gloat. You get to gloat. <laughs> because people, yeah, we, you know, a lot of our... We'll, t- we'll touch on that. Yeah. I was going to say, a lot of our audience, they're aspiring. And so while you feel, I know that humility, because I, I get that complete hum- humble vibe from you. Um, but when people are learning, like they're like, oh, you know, when you do that, it just inspires them so much. So, yes, but I'm, I'll let you share You're what great. you like. You're a great share. coach. Come on, coach. Put her in. <laughs> All right. Um, <sighs> you know, um, uh, left L.A. I mean, I'm sorry, I left Ohio working with Gerald um, and moved to L.A. and was working with an amazing producer by the name of Lainey Stewart. And we were working with... Um, uh, Aaron Hall, Shante Moore. He was. He had a lot of records with Silas Records at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that they were over the MCA and um, Keith Washington, like all the '90s, like real R&B dudes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And right, uh huh. See that uh huh was strong because there is a difference. <laughs> um, but yeah, so moved on from there. I met a gentleman by the name of Kenny Ortiz. He signed SWV. He heard yep. some of the songs that I had done with um, Laney. And uh, he flew out to L.A. We all met and going to people's homes and just having meetings and stuff. And it was just, you know, life life was kind of handed to me in that moment, if you will. Mm. And um, I was not necessarily uber eager for it. Uh, And I was also very young and didn't really understand the weight and the responsibility of it. And so uh, and I didn't want it, actually. I was (laughs) I've seen what it's done to people and I just kind of didn't want it. Um, Mm -hmm. And fast forward, uh, I raised my family and uh, I left the music industry uh, to do that. I have two beautiful kings. One Mm -hmm. is 25 and the other is 20. Um, And fast forward a few years ago, maybe um, I was doing an event here in Atlanta this young lady by the name of Renee Miller. She is a jazz, I think she's more like um, a contemporary jazz um, host, but she could host anything. Mm -hmm. But she had an event at a place called Sambuca. It was a supper club, long short. I thought it was an open mic. (laughs) Atlanta is notorious for open mics. We will have Mm -hmm. an open mic if TGI Fridays, like it's just everybody (laughs) sings, everybody plays in Atlanta. It is what it is. So I thought it was kind of that kind of thing. And, um, a relative said, oh, come sing for my birthday. And I was like, all right. So I went to do that. And it was a competition. There were judges and I never oh stopped God. going. I, I know, right? I ended up winning the competition, went to the Curacao Jazz Festival. Um, so God kind of had to trick me back mm. into singing because I kind of lost my uh, desire, potentially even my hope for it, uh, but definitely my desire for it. Uh, and that's a whole other story for another book in time. But we might get there, um, Paula. We might get there because that's important. And I, I but keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do some bullet points, but yeah, I just yeah. I fast forward. God opened up doors. Um, a lot of those guys that were there, they were actually musicians for the Queen herself, Miss Andy Stone. And I didn't know that at the time, but my girlfriend, she said, "Yo, Miss Angie's looking for." Um, some more singers. She's trying to get an open band, blah, blah. Are you interested? I was like, duh. So <laughs> we ended up <laughs> doing yeah. um, rehearsals and Miss Angie auditioned for her and she went straight to church and we went with her and she was like hired. 
<laughs> so yeah. we could go with her. She's such a fluid artist in terms mm-hmm. of her soul cadence that she needed people to be able to just do whatever she needed without her having to do a whole mm-hmm. lot of coaching and talking and directing right. and just do it, feel the vibe, feel, feel the emotion of the thing. Right. So, um, sung with her um you know sometimes the game can be high and low if she wasn't working i would get other calls i've sung with the great neo songwriter Mm -hmm. artist Mm -hmm. entertainer of life um (laughs) i think he's super he super doesn't get the respect and credit he deserves i think he's coming back into it though um and uh i've worked with pharrell those are my guys pharrell and chad um See, this is why, you guys, I'm telling her that she needs to say this stuff because these these are because one of the things we talk a lot to our audience is about the relationships. And, you know, each person you're saying, you're not just like, well, I kind of sang with them and I didn't really, you know, I just showed up. You 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 have relationships with these people. So that's that's important. Correct. But it also gives context to to your development and how things progressed. And that's that's sort of what. That's definitely what uh, aspiring um, artists want to hear. They want to see uh, how did you get from this point to this point, and sure. you know, what were the, the circumstances, the people. Um, you know, the, these are like huge names to people, and they feel so far removed from them. And mm. it's just hear, hearing um, a person, an actual person, talking about that that connection and how that happened. It, it gives it gives them you know a, a context, and it helps them to realize. It's just people. <laughs> We're all just people and these are you know, situations. Period. And right. you know, we just fall in the situations and this is just how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I am clear to um attribute all of it to God. I'm a faith girl. Um I have a friend right. who says, Oh, Paula, you're one of the most religious, non religious people I know. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, and he's an atheist and it's awesome. Um mm. but <clears throat> at the end of the day. You know, I, I I really try to listen to the heartbeat of God. And, right. um, you know, you're not going to take a Toshiba product to a Sony manufacturer. I go to the manufacturer to figure out how he wants me to do what. Do I take this opportunity? Just because it comes doesn't mean it's yours. So do I do this? Do I not do that? Do I mess with this gig? Do I not mess with that gig? Um, is this a long-term thing? Is this a one-hit? You, know, you, you, mm-hmm. you just got to be tapped in and you have to be sensitive to uh, your call, and, but you have to know that first. Yeah. You have to know that first. Yeah. And that way <clears throat> you can kind of say yes and no. Um, and then you can also identify when it's a God move or it's just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. Very well. well um, now go ahead. Will. I'm going to jump in. Jump in. <laughs> we always do this. You know, so I'm, I'm going to jump in. Double Dutch, and, uh, yes. Double, I was right. just going to say it's Double Dutch. Go ahead. <laughs> That's what double it is. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, the um, uh, Kenya had talked about uh, the background singing um, as a, you know, as a profession. And um, we're, we're just so blessed to have this podcast to actually talk to so many people. Um, but uh, I remember um, uh, uh, Jones' uh, conversation about uh, um Meeting Diana Ross, yeah, and how, mm-hmm. yeah, Shirley Jones is uh, talk about uh, that that meeting, and mm-hmm. but their, their voice, her and her sisters, their voices blend, uh, and and she just talked about being background singing, uh, being a background singer, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's a profession. It's not sure. everybody can do it, mm-hmm. and and do it well, and 
for someone like yourself to have the credits that you do, um, it's it's like uh, you know that that's that in itself is is an accomplishment just to have the background credits um, and to, and to be going on tour and and being the person that people call. So, um, but I want I want you want to hear from your your perspective um, on what what did you do uh, vocally to uh, to basically be in that position for people to to be the one to call you. And and also, um, what's it like on tour? Because <laughs> I, I know a lot of mm. people want to know sort of that that uh, get a, get a scope of what the the lifestyle is and what how do you prepare for that? And when you're on the road, how do you keep your voice right? And then all these other things. So you know, I guess you could could address some of those things. Okay, there was a two part question. The top part of that yes, question it was. is. <laughs> Give me that one more time. The top part. Oh, the, the top part of the question. Um, second part is on, about the touring, but the top part is um, how did you uh, prepare for that situation? Uh, to how did you be, become the one that people called as a background? I'm going to go back to God. I, 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 you know, I always tell people I'm not that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not clever mm-hmm. enough. I'm not mm-hmm. gifted enough. There are some people, I always tell people, the probably the best singer in the world, the best dancer in the world, the best choreographer, the best stylist, whatever, spec after spec, is probably out there somewhere frying chicken. <laughs> That's true. It's all level at the foot of the cross. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, as far as I'm concerned, it's about you you walking and not giving up. I, I think that's really what it is. If you know you're called to do a thing, you do it. If you're supposed to open a business, okay, maybe they burned it down. But if that's what you're supposed to do and that's your lot in this lifetime, you'll build it back up. They'll give you the strength and the courage to stand up there and do it again. So, um, uh, you know, I, I I will say I study. I do listen. I listen a lot. I'm an introvert, so I'm quiet for the most part. I don't do a whole lot of talking. Um, mm-hmm. But when I do talk, I, I'm saying mm-hmm, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I say, mm-hmm. what, what's Nini say? You know, um, what does Nini say? Um, mm-hmm. I said what I said, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I'm singing or I'm studying or I'm absorbing or what have you, it's all very intentional. Um, some things happened when I was younger and I say that respectfully. My dad was a jazz head. Oh, he was, and I, I say this with respect to the um, image of our TV father, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Um, he was mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. He used to wear this coochie, like he, <laughs> that was my dad. Mm-hmm. He was spinning around, dancing with the jazz, and we'd be in the car driving on Fridays, listening to jazz music, mm-hmm. and, you know, <clears throat> um, with the windows down and the moonroof open. So you don't realize how much of that you're absorbing as a child. My father and my mother were both singers and musicians. My mother directed a choir at our church. My father, as a pastor, he obviously, um, he was older. He was born in 1923. Mm. Um, so he was he was in a group called Wings Over Jordan, and they did spirituals. So um, I got that angle, you know, go down Moses, way down in Israel. Yeah. Like, you know, it, those mm-hmm. songs are, are anthems. They were telling stories, and we were communicating with music mm-hmm. as slaves. Like, we're going to cross the Jordan, dog. Like, right, you know, and they would sing right, it, you know. Right. So we could all be in step and unified. So I kind of look at music, um, I don't know, like my mind's eye just sees music as a as an SOS of sorts. Mm. And whether it be to communicate love or light, um, to inform consciousness, or whatever, like it's all a communication. You're expressing, you're 
the depths of your soul, or you should mm-hmm. be when you sing. Miss Angie always talks about um, sing from a feeling. It's got to be a mm-hmm. feeling. I think it's Maya mm-hmm. Angelou who says people don't remember what you say or what you do, but they do remember how you made them exactly. feel. And that's super important. That's music to me, for me. So if it doesn't make you feel anything, and I know a lot of people kind of go for popular, popular fades. I mean, generation after generation. Okay, you got a hit, but do you have a career? I prefer the option of a career. And that was staying true to whatever that was that was organic for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like the Bee Gees and I like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the Carpenters and I like <laughs> um, Andre Crouch. Yeah. And I also like... Um, you know, um, Brian Head Welch. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. I like Bob Marley, you know. But um, I think God uses all of that as you're listening and absorbing. And anything that you study, you become more of. So if you're studying those sounds, eventually you're going to morph into that sound if you keep practicing and you keep at it. Right. So I just believe in um, taking the craft seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's right. craft may be exclusive to one genre. Well, then study the hell out of that genre. I personally Mm -hmm. just believe God is like this big, you know, in the beginning, God created. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we create in his image. So I don't believe in genres as much as I just believe in whatever's organic to you. Mm-hmm. I know you have a part two. I know she has a part two, but you know she's saying so much stuff, Will, right now. I, I have to <laughs> I have to say something. Um, <laughs> everything you just said, you hear it. When I hear you sing every, I mean, from from what you're saying in terms of the jazz, obviously the jazz influence and growing up listening to that, the soul, the emotion, the Bee Gees, like you can hear that. And I, I love mm-hmm. that when a singer, and which is also what adds to being a strong background singer, because that that gives you that that ear to tune into where you need to be. And if you have the experience, sure. yeah, the experience of hearing all you know music as music and not as oh this is you know gospel oh this is this but this is music this is what this this is the lyric this is the the mood of of what the instrumentation is doing or the musical arrangement and you can really really hear that but with the beauty of it i think and this is where i think a lot of people it becomes difficult is still having vocal id still having you in that mm. while still being able to merge all those different mm. things but still you know when you listen to sure. Paula once you hear her the next time you hear you're going to oh that's Paula cuz she's got vocal ID and 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 mm. that's really important um for singers to be able to have the strong ear so they can push themselves in these spaces but to have enough identity sure. yeah and and you do that really I think that's what kind of impressed me a lot. I was surprised to see that you were a background singer, honestly, in a lot of ways, because you have such a strong vocal ID. And I think sometimes that gets lost transitioning um, into that. So I just wanted to say that, Will. We- <laughs> I appreciate that. No, that's kind of you. I think, and I, I like the term vocal ID. Mm-hmm. I think um, my children are, are in music as well. and I'm, I'm obviously grooming them. I have a couple of songs coming out um, on next year I think one is already out it's literally on billboard we haven't really talked about it because we're just working but um it's such a great great um thing to be able to show my children the um process of hard work just do the work just Just do the work it it doesn't have to be grand and all you know beautiful because it's not it's not beautiful what you see on photos is beautiful that's just a snapshot 
of the weight and the depth of what the game mm. is. So just do the work. Mm-hmm. Just do the work. And then finding your voice is a whole other thing. <laughs> like, ugh, you know, <laughs> that comes with, you know, you got your stripes. My girlfriend, Trina Broussard, who's a she beast. She is a beast. She, she, I got to uh, get her about stripes. She's a beast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. do. Yes, you mm-hmm. do. That's why I mentioned her name. She she's got a lot of wealth and wisdom too. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, you know, it's it's you you get these stripes along the way, and um, you go through the highs, the lows, the mistakes. The it's it's all a part of the inner workings of your craft. My traumas and your experiences are not mm-hmm. the same, or if they are the same, how I communicate them would be completely different than how you would communicate them. The only way to find out how it's supposed to sound is to just keep living, keep practicing, mm-hmm. stay connected to the creator and find out how he wants to sing through you. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm. Nice. Nice. So going to my second I know, part the of second, that question. The tour life. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go back to that. <laughs> and, uh, um, we, uh, I, I was just trying to, um, let people get a scope of what it is when you're on tour and how do you take care of your voice? Um, what are there any uh, rehearsal uh, things that you all do? Uh, just you know, a little bit of detail on the, on that that lifestyle. Um, the road is a is the road, period. Mm-hmm. And um, either you can handle it or you can't. It'll handle you, and so you have to learn how to navigate with anything. Yep. Corporate America, the road. Um, mm-hmm. You know, any practice that you have, you have to learn how to. Na- leadership, you know, um, anything. Um, um, I'm a gypsy, so I love living out of a suitcase, <laughs> going hotel to hotel, you know, I I'm a hippie by heart. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of vocally, I, I just shut up and go to my room, man. Like mm-hmm. I, when I was younger, I was wilding and it was great. It was fantastic. I was a young person. I could do that. Um, as a grown ass woman with some grown ass kids and wanting to be <laughs> Um, a light to them um, and not just to them, but, you know, for me and myself and God and everything else, you know, been there, done that. Right. So I believe in um, going to my room, getting my little food, whatever I'm going to eat if I feel like it. And because, you know, you're you're out on the road, you're getting up at who knows what time to catch a flight. Mm -hmm. You get to the city, you have to check in, assuming you got your luggage. Okay, that's a whole nother thing. And then you get to the hotel. (laughs) Do I have clothes for the stage or not? Um, But, you know, you go and you're you're straight from the flight to the venue. Sound check. Okay, and go back to the room. You put on whatever eyebrows you can to hit the stage. (laughs) Bump your hair. Put a wig on. Whatever. And then it's time for the show. You're either eating before that or not if you have time. So a lot of times we kind of eat afterwards. And I'm the chick that's like, all right, love y'all. See y'all in the morning. <laughs> Take my stuff. I'm going to the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah. it just, and, you know, and, and everybody knows I love them. And they love me. And a lot of them do the same thing. They'd be like, I'm out. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But it's family on the road. You build a family on the road. You build yep. a fraternity and a sorority of sorts on the road because, mm-hmm. It's just like doing life with people day to day, Monday through Friday. If you see them every day in, in corporate spaces, I used to work at a MBNA in Ohio. It was Mr. Lerner, the owner of the Browns. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a it was a family there as well. You know, you're watching people go through, you know, the transitions of their parents and, you know, uh, graduation of their children. You build a family. The road is very right. much like that. 
And a lot of times the way we travel and the way you have to travel to make these coins, to mm-hmm. do what it is that God called us to do, you're gone a lot. So a mm-hmm. lot of these guys, man, my heart aches. They don't get to see their first steps of their children and mm-hmm. just to make a living for their children and their families. And so, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're not a creative and your spouse is a creative, Listen, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where you, you see so many variables and you're like, God, your heart just begins to ache for the um, the things other people don't see. People right. just see you get on stage and rock out and just it's popping and the hair is popping and the brows are popping and the gloss is popping. But you're probably hurting because you had to bury an uncle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Uh, and you still got to just be on. <clears throat> so um, it's not for the faint of heart, but it's also one of the most um, rewarding blessings to be able to stand there. A friend of mine named Roger Ryan out of Nashville, um, super, super producer. He says, we're superheroes, Pete. <laughs> we can go in a room and change the atmosphere with a melody, anything, mm-hmm. a kind yeah. word, anything. Somebody could be feeling horrible and we have superpowers, divine superpowers to be able to go in there and stand on any platform. Maybe somebody comes in and pissed off or they had an argument with a boo. By the time we sing a little sexy love song, they might be back together. <laughs> Let's, you know, mm-hmm. right. you know. right. So it's just, it's using your superpowers for good and to uplift and to enlighten and to uh, just bring a little bit more life into yeah. somebody's space. So yeah. The road is cool, you know, but you got to be built for it. If you're not <laughs> you built for it, it'll kill you. Uh, yes. Beautifully said. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you for that. And it's interesting, you, you're talking about the road, and that kind of gives us into maybe one of our last topics that we have time for is, and there's so much that I want to tap your brain, so we'll just have to do a girlfriend talk. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we could do a part two. It wouldn't matter. Yes. Yes. There you go. Um, now we're in the state that we're in used to, we could just say COVID, but now mm-hmm. there's a lot more happening. And so, when, yeah. you know, when you talk about the tour life, you know, the, obviously there's a lot of question marks now around touring and what, what is that going to really look like once we get, you know, through this. So I guess the question becomes kind of what are your thoughts about how that may look or opinions? Um, and then the second part of my question is just how are you coping during this during this time i'll do part one because it's i mean part two first if that's Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. i'm fine Mm -hmm. i'm great Mm -hmm. i am grateful i am happy Mm -hmm. to be home with my mom who's 87 and she's a cancer survivor i am grateful Mm -hmm. to be home still Mm -hmm. thank you jesus (laughs) with my sons you know Mm -hmm. you gotta travel and you gotta make this money and you gotta go and Mm-hmm. I was always the parent that was like on, you know, Skype or what have you at the time, but FaceTime mm-hmm. so we could do homework or, you know, I'm, I I stay on the phone, my kid, like we'll sleep <clears throat> with the phone, mm-hmm. you know, um, up at night. Like I, so yeah, I'm very happy to be here. However, I'm very uh, sensitive mm-hmm. to the climate. And that's, that, that's such a broad thing at this point. I have so many bullet points in my head, but just the pain, the loss, the sadness, the, the increase of depression, the drug and, abu- in, and abuse in homes mm-hmm. and just all this stuff is happening all at once, yeah. all at once yeah. at the same time for everyone though. So for me as a spiritual girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, this is already, this has been coming. Mm-hmm. This, this had to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This is a, this is a shift. Get your mind together. 
Get it together. Center your soul. What really matters in this life? Is it the game? Is it your play? Are, are you your identity? You have a vocal ID. I love that phrase. Mm. But who are you? Who are you without the platform? Can we stand in those spaces just as strong? So for me, you know, I feel the future of the game is who you become in this in this pandemic. Mm. Who do you search within your heart to be and to become? That's that's what's going to tell on the other side of this. Mm. And I don't know. I don't have those answers. I wouldn't be foolish enough to try to tap into that. That's a God thing. And and, mm. and it's so personal. It's so individual. It's not what what, you know, the creator might be saying to me, he may not be saying to you guys and your neighbor and the next person. So I wouldn't be arrogant enough to do that. However, I would suggest just kind of tap in, do some reading, listen to some podcasts, listen mm -hmm. to the fuel, your mind and your brain and your soul with life and light. And if we're eating food, we have to eat spiritual things too. That's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe in. It works for me and I can't force. I'm also plant-based. I used to be vegetarian, but mm. I'm also plant-based. I don't force that down people's throats, but I know it worked for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm, that works for me, tapping into the creator, like, okay, I'm just still in your presence for a minute. I'm going to not talk, turn the TV off, turn the stupid social media off. <laughs> it's too many voices, mm -hmm. too many voices. Right, you right. got to be able to be still and figure it out. So mm. I don't know where we fall and where we land. I just know we'll land well. I do yeah. believe that. I'll speak that into the universe. I do believe we'll land just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah, you you hit it on the head. Too 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 many voices, but mm -hmm. if you if you go within and you you listen to the 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 one voice within, yes. When you come back out, all the other voices will be saying what the voice within told Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and then you begin to align in those spaces. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, you'll see the, the fruit of that. You'll begin to align in yep. those spaces. And as you align in those spaces, and he'll say, turn that corner. Nope, nope, nope. Go down that lane. Nope. Turn. Yep. That is it. Right you, this yeah. is, this is the, been the missing link for, for us. When you talk about this shift is we haven't been using our internal compass, which is that soul, which is at all. That, yeah, at all. Just completely disconnected. And what you're saying in terms of, you know, depending on what work you do here and what you find here is what's going to manifest on the other side. And I, I really hope listeners listen Absolutely. to that. Yeah, because I know everyone's still trying to figure out, well, what's the game going to be and how do I fit myself in the game? It's like that time is mm -hmm. abolished. <laughs> like you have to. Yeah, good night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good night. Yeah, for, for real, yeah. for real. And it's okay. I see inside. people. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, the, it's the indwelling presence of the manifest presence of God on the inside telling you, hey, so maybe you should be spending more time at home. Maybe mm -hmm. you should get off the road. What if he tells you that? What you going to do? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Ah, oh, this has mm. been so good. And, you know, I just, yep. I love spirit and God because, honestly, we, she and I, we have never had a conversation. But everything you said <laughs> today, I could feel <laughs> from your energy. And, and that's a huge testimony of, of living your life out loud, you know, um, without having, having these dis discussions. But your energy, your music, um, what you sing about. You know, I've seen your sons on social media. I've seen that that love and that gratitude. Um, I have two boys as well, so I I totally yeah totally yes. I love having boys. Um, I have teenage boys, so I'm waiting for the 
Yeah. You know, they, 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 yeah, the grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still really interesting. You know, right now they're because they're becoming, yeah. you know, they're very, they're, my oldest is becoming an adult. But, you know, that's all very inspirational. So I really encourage our audience um, to get to know you, get to know your music. Um, just amazing, amazing vocals. And, and clearly you can hear her spirit in this. So if you could share how people can follow you or get to know more about you, that would be great. First of all, thank you guys. I feel mm-hmm. the grace in it and I appreciate you. Yeah. I don't take it for granted. No um, and, um, uh, you know, I don't really do social media. I, oh, <laughs> anyway, but social media is, <laughs> I'm so anti <laughs> social media is, um, something Paula champion somewhere on my Instagram. I changed it to just Paula. Mm-hmm. We've rebranded, uh, the song that's on billboard now it's reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gentleman, uh, just did another version of it. It's just, it's just amazing what God will do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, we changed our, it's not Paula champion anymore in terms of artistry. It's Paula. Mm-hmm. Um, Sade, I'm a huge Sade fan. Yeah. Um, Lisa right. Fisher is my muse as well. Yeah. And so, um, I just kind of right. She's, no, listen, come on, Paula. We're gonna have to have a whole other discussion because I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to get yeah, I'm, she, I'm gonna get Lisa on this show. I I'm determined. It's, she's not yeah, too far of a reach. She's to, an alien. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is an alien. She's yeah, a, she's an alien. Well, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. So we just changed it to Paula. So it's it's around. I'm around. Just if you see me, find me, click it. You know, it's there. <laughs> just Google her, guys, too, because all everything it, you know pops up, and you can listen and and yeah. So awesome. Well, this has been awesome. fantastic. Just really filled my spirit. So thank you. And uh, yep. thank you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're just glad to have you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. So Kenya. Will. Next week. Next week. We only have a few more before our, our break. So yeah, we got yep. we got another another winner so everybody we appreciate you tuning in especially during this time and we're just encouraging everybody encouraging everybody to be still to be grateful to take a moment use that compass inside everything we talked about today you know that that's what's going to give you that's what's going to give you what you need so we will be back channel your energy in a positive way yep and we'll be back next week yeah absolutely all right thank you all yep take care take care Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.